0: Welcome to a dopamine kick. Yes, another ADHD podcast. We're your
1: hosts, Sparky and Shell.
0: Join us each week, and we can hyperfocus together on all things ADHD.
1: This is our journey to diagnosis, the challenges, frustrations, and humour that come when living with ADHD as adults.
0: Let the interrupting begin. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode fifty-one of a dopamine kick. Today we're going to be uh, carrying on from a previous episode and talking all about um, LVANCE medication.
1: So those of you who listened to last week's episode will know that we are talking about all the symptoms of ADHD inattention attention and we said we was going to do hyperactivity this week but what we're going to do is we're going to talk about LVANCE this week because uh, we've got a little bit of an update for you regarding that medication and then we'll jump straight into the hyperactivity stuff next week. So please make sure you stick around. Uh, if you haven't already, please subscribe to us and leave us a review as well because we'd like to know what you're thinking. Obviously, we changed the podcast recently to be more about ADHD and we'd like to know what you're thinking. So that would be great if you could do that.
0: Fab. So um, I guess we'll start things off with a little bit of background about what's changed. So uh, for those of you who've listened to our episode on Elvant, you probably noticed that um, I sounded quite um, (laughs) sedate on that episode, sort of quite monotone. Oh, I was quite monotone, um, wasn't really laughing very much. Um, And what I realised quite rapidly, especially when I listened back to myself, is I was really sedated on um, 30 milligrams of Elvance. So much so that when it was at its peak effect, I just didn't feel safe to drive and... Um, I didn't feel safe at work. I didn't feel like I was making... Um, I didn't feel like I was able to make appropriate decisions. So uh, I stopped taking it.
1: Just to, just a disclaimer. Well, just a... Is it a PSI? Uh, this is one of Cheryl's episodes that she hates the most.
0: <laughs> it is, because I sound awful. It's like one of our most popular episodes. People seem to love it. But I just sound like um, a robot. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, I don't think you sound like a robot. I think, obviously, it's good for people to hear the effects that you're having in the episode? Oh, you can
0: definitely hear it in my voice, can't you? You can definitely hear that I, something's not. <laughs> yeah, well, I
1: mean, I did say in the episode, you do sound really like calm and you were really calm throughout the whole thing. And and the fact that you had that added stress of going to a wedding and you were just like, no, it's fine. I mean, that's so unlike you. So it did definitely do something. So you're saying then it made you feel yeah. really sedated. Yeah,
0: because I, I kept saying that, didn't I? I kept saying, oh, I feel really calm. I feel really calm. And then sometimes I would say like, I feel a bit like, like a zombie. And it took me ages to finally realise, no, I'm, I'm sedated. That's what it is. I don't feel calm. I'm I'm just sedated. And it was kind of like an, an eerie calm. It wasn't, um, you know, like you said, I was really late for a a wedding and had loads to do. And I was just sitting there like, yeah, that's bad. I'm probably going to be late. Like that's not a normal behaviour for anybody, ADHD or not. Yeah, I know, but
1: I... (laughs) (laughs) But I do think when you say it like that, people listening will be like, oh, I want to be like that. I want to be, oh, I I don't care about, you know, we all have feelings of anxiety and you think, oh, I I don't really care. I want to be, I want to get to a point where I don't, I don't think about what's coming and I don't have this stress. But you were saying to me, it felt really induced. It felt really Yeah, it just felt like
0: I was drugged. It didn't, it wasn't like I genuinely didn't care it just felt like I was drugged up and that's why I wasn't having appropriate reactions to things (laughs) it it felt similar so I've had I've been prescribed diazepam before for um backache um and that really sort of sedated me made my body feel really heavy um my mind was like foggy and I couldn't think properly and it felt kind of similar to be honest
1: Mm. so maybe it did do something for your anxiety but it didn't actually do anything for your symptoms of ADHD, focus, and yeah. all those sort of things. Yeah. So, oh no, it definitely yeah. did nothing for that. But yeah. again, just a disclaimer: if you are listening, uh, everyone is different with medication. This is just Shell's experience with Alvance. Um, so we'll continue talking about Alvance because it's going to be helpful for people listening uh, just to get a get an understanding of how people react on the drug. And I, I know when I was looking at medication. That's a good thing I like listening to people's stories Maybe a bit too much (laughs) There's not
0: a lot out there Is there It's quite hard to find Like personal accounts of people When they're just starting out Yeah
1: definitely I I agree with that I think sometimes you look And you think Why can't I find too much I mean there's a few things out there But it don't go into too much detail really So obviously that's what we're trying to do In this episode Yeah (laughs) So anyway, I'll cut you off.
0: Um, so I I spoke to, I had a review with my psychiatrist. We agreed that I'd come off the l and would start on Concerta instead, um, which is methylphenidate. Um, there was a bit of a hold up with the pharmacy. So the medication took like two and a half weeks to arrive. So in the interim, I emailed my psychiatrist again and said, look, I've heard from a couple of people online who have said, you know, they were, quite sedated and zombie-like at the lower doses, but when they took a higher dose, they felt much better and that disappeared. So I emailed asking if that was something that I should consider trying as well. And uh, he replied with a reply that was not a no. Um, (laughs) Maybe Strictly wasn't a yes either, but I definitely interpreted it as that. So he basically said he wouldn't rule out returning to Alvance in the future, but let's just stick with the Concerta for now. Well, I didn't have any Concerta to take, so I decided... He's not said no, and he's not said it's medically dangerous. And I know that I'm still within the dose range if I just take two, because the maximum dose is 70, and that would be 60. So I just did it. I don't recommend it. So
1: you couldn't you couldn't help yourself? You couldn't help yourself in patients?
0: Yeah, I don't recommend it. You should always follow your prescriber's instructions. Um, but, you know, I have ADHD, and sometimes I make poor life choices. So um, I tried double tablets.
1: <laughs> don't we all? <always?
0: laughs> <laughs>
1: so uh what was the difference between the lower dose and the higher dose
0: so really bizarre when I took the 60 the first day I felt almost nothing like all of the side effects I'd had at 30 positive or negative effects like pretty much none of them were there I, I really struggled to even Realized that I'd taken anything, whereas at the thirty, I could definitely like feel it straight away,
1: that's so strange,
0: yeah, so I had less effects, and like things like pounding heart, which you'd have thought would be worse at a higher dose. I didn't get that at all, mm. really strange, um so yeah, so initially, I was pretty positive um I didn't have too much in the way of of positive effects, but I was happy that I wasn't having the negatives, and that you know maybe. Because I have heard from other people as well that they had to take it for like a couple of months before they started seeing the positive. So I'm I'm quite realistic in my expectations. I'm not expecting to take a tablet and then suddenly all my life's problems are fixed. Like I know that it's a process. Um, so what I was really looking for from that higher dose was that the side effects weren't so severe that I could continue taking it until mm-hmm. I reached that point. Yeah. Um, so I ended up taking it for four days. Um, and by the... Th- third day I definitely felt a bit sleepy in the middle of the day um, nothing bad but it, it like abruptly wore off at about two o'clock which is when the yeah. the end of the peak medication wears off so I, I knew that it wasn't genuine tiredness and then the fourth day I could definitely feel like my body was heavy again and my mind was a bit foggy and it was kind of hard to get up and do things. Um, it wasn't. It was nowhere near as bad. And you know, had my psychiatrist said to me, "You just need to put up with this for a month and see what happens," then I would have been happy to do that. But yeah. because I only had only had like ten days worth of tablets anyway, I thought, well, it's not really much point in carrying on with this. So I stopped yeah. after four days.
1: Right. Okay. And what sort of side effects did you have from the sixty milligram dose?
0: Um, I'd say the biggest one is. I felt really obsessive over everything. So um, it was like, you know, when you get into a hyper focus about something like a hobby, a new hobby or something, and suddenly it's all you can think about. You're obsessed yeah. with it. You want to like buy all the gear for it. It's all you want to do. Like you feel like you've suddenly found your life's calling. <laughs> and then a couple of weeks down the line, yep. you've like dropped it.
1: <laughs> all felt, the time.
0: <laughs> yeah, I felt like that. But about like every little thing... Like I I would, I found it quite easy to get into something and focus. But then once I was focused on it, I just couldn't get off. So um, I was really like waffly when I was talking to people because I just couldn't stop. I just, like, I'm just, talking. I'm just thinking like
1: these medications, they work. We all want to get more focused on things that we need to focus on. But what happens like, how does the medication know the difference? I mean, I know this is a question that I probably should be asking the the pharmacy or the drug makers or whatever, how does it know what to focus on? So you're saying there, it it kept you on your phone. So it kept you focused, but for all the wrong reasons. And obviously we talked about dopamine for all the wrong reasons. How does the medication, how is it ever going to distinguish between What is a good focus and what is a bad focus? I don't. I don't
0: think it does. I think normally it just it's what it's meant to do is is just increase the number of neurotransmitters, so then your brain makes those connections itself. And like this could just be my reaction. I haven't particularly found too many people who said they've had a similar reaction to this. But I literally felt like a robot. Like I would get into doing something, and I just would not be able to stop. I would just have to do that one thing to the exclusion of everything else. And like, yeah, it was just like, it was like being a robot.
1: So when you picked up your phone and you were on your phone, for example, when you tried to put it down, did you have thoughts about trying to put it down or did, or did Or did those thoughts not go through your mind and you were just doing it? No,
0: that's the thing. So normally I would be on my phone and I'd be like, oh God, I really don't have time to this. Like, why are you on your phone? Like, you've got so much else to do. You need to put your phone down. But I'd still be (laughs) on my phone. But I'd have all those thoughts running through my mind.
1: But you'd know you were doing it, yeah. Yeah,
0: I'd know I was doing it. Whereas on the LVANT 60, I... I I was just like just so focused on it and um, there was I didn't really accomplish anything on the the Sunday Um, I was just constantly on my phone and um, so it
1: took away your inhibitions really didn't it like your your thought process yeah which is which I know ADHD can be unorganized anyway but it kind of took all that away
0: (laughs) and even at times when I did put my phone down I just felt this like compulsive need to pick it back up and start back to texting <laughs> again. Yeah, like it was it it was like it was it was like it was a drug like I just couldn't like I had stuff that I was trying to get done and um so for example my daughter um made like loads of mess over breakfast threw a breakfast all over the place and um so my husband took her outside in the garden and they were just doing stuff out there he was like mowing the lawn and stuff and all I had to do was clean the kitchen like wipe down the table wipe the floor and I was going to go out and join them and uh, they were out there for like three hours and I didn't make it out like I sat on the table for an hour and a half I was then stood up standing next to the table I then walked over to the sink to get um a cloth and I stood there for about half an hour just on my phone like I by the time they came in I'd accomplished nothing the kitchen looked exactly the same as when they'd gone out all I'd done is move around areas of the kitchen still on my phone
1: oh my god do you know what it sounds like it made you more ADHD <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, because that's really what I do are. on a daily
1: basis when I don't want to get things done
0: but it wasn't like so normally so I will do that kind of stuff if I'm procrastinating if I'm thinking like oh I need to do this I need to do that and I'll just be like on my phone oh I really must start but I didn't have any of those thoughts I was just so obsessed with my phone that when they came back inside I was like oh that that's quick and, and he was like no we've, we've been outside for hours and I was just like where has that time gone? The whole my life.
1: <laughs> this is what I'm saying though. Isn't these symptoms that we have with ADHD all the time? Where's the time gone? Not being able to do things. So I don't understand. Like maybe, um, maybe it exacerbated your symptoms.
0: Maybe. Maybe I am just literally broken.
1: (laughs) I don't think you are broken. Obviously, we discussed uh, ADHD symptoms of inattention last week, and you you have every single one of them. So, (laughs) you know, I think uh, sometimes we have a tendency, I know both you and I do this, uh, we'll sit there and go, "Oh, there's things wrong with us, we're broken. Uh, What if we don't have this? And what if we've got something else? But I mean, come on, when you look at the ADHD symptoms and you look at the inattention symptoms we've already gone through this we have every single one Um, we may have comorbidities who knows (laughs) but obviously as we've turned this into an ADHD podcast uh, and you've been diagnosed with it as well you know so medication can affect people in so many different ways and just because you're even if your symptoms have been exacerbated or it's done something because it's made you focus, but it's just made you focus on the wrong reason the, the wrong yeah. reasons the wrong thi- yeah. the wrong things um so maybe uh trying any f- a different medication would be more helpful to you uh we we know that not everybody is gonna get on well with Alvance and some people do um so just before we move on to the next question, did you have any more side effects? is there anything else that you can think stand out features? Of, uh taking no medication. that's
0: about it really I, I had intermittent headaches um but I had those before yeah uh, they weren't as severe as the ones I had before I didn't have any migraines um like I did at the 30 um, and the headaches responded really well to just uh, paracetamol and increasing my drinking
1: so overall uh the experience wasn't positive but it w- it wasn't immensely negative for example it wasn't like, immensely yeah.
0: negative I would try I would try it again um and, you know, consider trying it for longer. It just, if it had stayed at that, wouldn't be a medication that I would stay on long term because it wasn't really bringing any positive benefit to my life. And are you still
1: taking it? Well, you've just answered the question. <laughs> so I don't know what no, I'm I stopped.
0: Yeah, I stopped taking it. Uh, so I stopped taking it on Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday was the last day I took it. Yeah. So then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I uh, didn't take anything. Um, and Saturday, my Concerta arrived, so I took that this morning.
1: So you're starting on Concerta now? Yeah,
0: so next week, when I've had some time on it, um, we'll do an episode on what Concerta feels like.
1: So if you're interested in learning about medication and ADHD, and we know medication is not for everyone, um, but this is something that both Shell and I have been thinking about and wanting to to go down the route of this, because it's like you think, well, if we don't give it a chance, how am I going to know if the world is better without it. And some people do yeah. well with it. Some people uh, choose not to. Uh, So it's a personal choice. But if you do want to know more about medication, then stick around because we're going to be talking about Concerta now, and then we'll do an episode on the differences between Elvance and Concerta. So that may be very interesting for some people to listen to as well. So we've got a lot of medication stuff coming up, but we also have stuff coming up if you don't, if you know, if if you're not interested in medication or you want to find extra things, we'll be talking a lot about ADHD anyway. So hopefully there's something in the episodes going forward that you're going to enjoy.
0: I still haven't had my epiphany. I'm still waiting for that. You know, you see on TikTok, and people are like, "Oh, is this what normal people feel like? And is this what the world looks like to normal people?" I've missed so much. I have not had that in the slightest.
1: <laughs> uh, just one question: When did you take the uh, concerta? Uh, I
0: took it at six thirty this morning. So what? We are now eleven thirty. So <laughs> five, four, five hours ago.
1: so i think we need to give it a little bit more time yeah before you have that epiphany Well,
0: (laughs) well some people seem to get it from the first time like they take one tablet at like the lowest strength and they're like life's changed forever I'm very envious. Yeah,
1: but you know, Shell, we talked about this, didn't we? And uh, we, we have a tendency to watch other people or listen to other people and go, why don't we
0: act like that? Yeah, I want that. <laughs> I want it now. <laughs> I think it's interesting that you talked about comorbidities as well, because that's something that I've also considered. Um There isn't an awful lot of literature that I can find about people having these paradoxical sort of opposite to expected effects on stimulants but the the few bits of information that I have found is that the theory is all around um a brain that's like exhausted basically and just never had chance to rest before suddenly getting yeah. like a big hit of dopamine and finally being able to shut off so there's a couple of different things that I'm also doing that we may or may not discuss on the podcast depends how useful it ends up being um so the first is I've been referred to a sleep clinic um, because I have really messed up sleep, uh, possibly sleep apnea as well. So I'm going to find out, make sure I don't have any sort of sleep disorder that could be exacerbating things. Um, and then the other one is, um, I'm going to be working with a psychologist. So I start my first appointment on Tuesday. Um, and we're going to be working to try and help my, my mind, my brain get out of just being in like a permanent crisis mode. Um, and just yeah. sort of learning to be able to Um, switch off a bit more and relax a bit more. So I'm hoping that those two might improve my response to medication as well, because it it might be that actually, if I can, you know, there's something that I need to sort out there, And if I can do that, that the medication will work better for me. And maybe then I'll be able to have my epiphany. I
1: really need to get Jilly on this podcast. I need to talk to her because I really feel that meditation could be something that helps you. Uh, I know it helped me a lot. It took a long time. But she can just explain it in a different way. So hopefully that's going to be something that you can learn from and benefit from as well. And people listening because I think meditation is a great tool. But I'm just not very good at explaining it. And I think every time I've come on here and I've tried to explain it, I just don't think I... I really give the positive benefits of it. I just waffle and I'm just like, and then I just lose my train of thought and I don't know what I'm saying. So I really do want to get her on. So I'm definitely still going to get her on even though we change the the direction of the podcast because I still feel like it's going to be helpful to a lot of people as well.
0: Well, I mean, it was helpful for you and you have ADHD, so... Exactly.
1: And, you know, maybe there's techniques that she can bring to the table uh, for people that do really struggle with meditation because I know... She's said stuff about that in the past, so I'm gonna get on to her about coming on just so that we can have her on here, and I think it will be beneficial' I'm super
0: I'm super super keen about that like whenever you describe meditation you, you know you do do a good job of making it sound amazing it's just always very elusive to me. <laughs>
1: And then we've also got our, uh, like, well, uh, it's not a little kicker anymore, but it's like something at the end that we just say each podcast every week that's funny or something that we've done this week. So I know that we've both had really, I wouldn't say dramatic weeks at all, like just we've had a lot on this week. But is there anything, Shell, that you can point this week that's something that you've done that's so ADHD that you've just got to tell us?
0: Uh. So ADHD. I mean, probably the medication is a good example when my psychiatrist emailed back and said not to do it or well, didn't say not to do it, said <laughs> let's let's shelve that idea for now. And I went ahead and did it anyway. It's <laughs> pretty ADHD.
1: Well, I saw a meme about um, ADHD tax, and I didn't know what this meant at first. But apparently, ADHD tax is like when you do something that you shouldn't really know, shouldn't really do, but then you do it, and you end up paying for it. So they call yeah, it ADHD I've tax, seen
0: this, like not filling out forms in time, and that yeah. sort of thing. And yeah. it's all it's
1: all the things that we do like all the time. So it's just interesting to note that you know we do have an ADHD tax, and there are things that we do that make our lives. <laughs>
0: Sometimes <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and you've just explained there, you know. Obviously, didn't really take your psychiatrist's advice. Took the sixty milligrams. Didn't have a great time, and they doing concert. So, I, I would say that's a, a tax, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I would. <laughs> and say so you went through all that drama. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, um I think that's it for this week's episode, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I think
0: so. Short and sweet.
1: Well, I mean, you say it's short and sweet, it's 24 minutes. So, oh my <laughs> life. people listening to us drone on for any longer than that, yeah, they start getting bored.
0: It's fuck today.
1: <laughs> but we'll see you next week for an episode on hyperactivity and all the symptoms to do with that. So, enjoy your week, guys, and we'll see you next week for another episode.
0: See you next time. Bye. Bye.
1: All right, that's everything this week, guys. But if you want to carry on with the conversation, join us over on our social media platforms. We're on all the major channels and our handle is at a dopamine kick.
0: We'd also be super grateful if you could leave us a review on the podcast, wherever you're listening, as it helps us to grow our audience and help more people. Okay, we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye.